You don't have to be nervous. I'm not. They're gonna love you. There's nothing harder than joining a family. He intends to give that girl my mother's wedding ring. Especially one like the Stones. She's got this throat-clearing tick. It's like she's digging for clams. Ready? <clears throat> yeah, they're all watching, you know. They have a funny way of making you feel at home. Hello. You have a lovely home. All the better to entertain you, my dear. Don't dilly-dally there, pretty lady. We're all going to be down here talking about you. She is completely uptight. I am not sleeping with you in your bed, in your parents' no, house. Separate bedrooms. It's so silly. Are Everett and Mary going to get married? Four words? Second, second word. word. Beekeeper. Ring. Bride. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. They hate me. They hate they me. They just met you. I just figured you'd give her a hard time, have a good laugh, but then back off. Meredith's checking in at the end. And now her sister Julie's giving up Christmas with her entire family in order to be with Meredith. I'm ashamed of all of you. Well, even you. Hi. Hey. Hey. Hi. This holiday season. He's going to ask me for that ring. Mom, enough about the ring. From the producer of Sideways. You have a freak flag. You just don't fly it. Try to behave like a civilized family. I don't care whether you like me or not. Oh, of course you do. Claire Danes, Diane Keaton, Rachel McAdams, Dermot Mulroney, Craig T. Nelson, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Luke Wilson. The Family Stone. Merry Christmas. Christmas, It's our very special holiday episode. I mean, it's been kind of a holiday month, but this is the official Christmas episode. Welcome back. Welcome back. My name's Pete. And I'm Scott. And and these these are are the movies that made us gay. Yes, indeed. No, you are not watching Gremlins. I always think of Gremlins (laughs) whenever I hear the song, Pete. Yes. I mean... The run it. Listen, kids, if you haven't gone onto Spotify or Apple Music and, and listened to... Phil Spector wishing you a Merry Christmas. This album Do fucking yourself rocks. A freaking favor. Uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about today, Scott. Oh my God. Jackson Jack. Cooper, welcome back Jackson. to the show. Merry Christmas. Merry we had Christmas. you over to watch a movie that, what <laughs> I'm telling you, this movie outraged my husband. Like, I don't think that I've been sitting with him watching a movie for quite some time that just pissed him off so much we finally got to it we watched the family stone directed by thomas bezuka bazooka b <laughs> bezu thomas bazucha jackson what do you got can you pronounce it i got word? i got a, a bazooka bazooka, bazooka. No. thomas bazooka my fortune cookie released december 16th 2005 so i feel like i have been talking about this movie about us maybe doing a Family Stone episode yeah. since we began the show, since yeah. we started to program December like holiday movies. I'm just like, all right, 
we have to get to the family stone eventually. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, flash forward to three years later, we're finally here. And Jackson, we couldn't be happier to have you thank on you. for this. Thank you. I'm very excited. No, I, thank you guys for having me. I It makes sense. It's on all of the Christmas movie lists. It is. Yeah. It is. Weirdly enough. And I, I don't understand why people like this movie. I, I really don't. I, mean, I, I mean, get it. And also, <laughs> I'm a little puzzled by it. But I understand, like, both yes. arguments. And I'm kind of somewhere in the middle on this movie myself. Yeah. I, I, I think it has some... It has maybe like two good things about it, in my opinion. Sure. Is one of them uh, Luke Wilson? <laughs> he is one of my. No, well, my one of them is Luke Wilson it. in gray sweatpants. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> and the second is um, I don't know. When I watch this movie, it always the way it's like the cinematography of it gives it a very old nineteen like Douglas Sirk, like nineteen fifties <laughs> kind of feel to sure, it. Sure. So so part of it part of it does feel kind of older Hollywood like nostalgia that I, I like about it. But I genuinely I'm I, I'm not as outraged as Pete, but I just <laughs> am very, very concerned for people who call this uh, a great Christmas movie. But you know, thinking about it now actually that I'm thinking about it, I, it it does sort of play out like a, a what the Hallmark and Netflix sure. Christmas oh, movies are today. Mm-hmm. I was watching it, I was oh, like, yeah, I, in 2005 it probably looked very French. romantic yeah. and all this and as we're watching it now it's like it's just as absurd as the other movies <laughs> yeah. that are being put I have, out i have a lot yeah. to say about that this was a very specific time in pop culture that sarah jessica parker could follow up her very successful run on sex in the city with a christmas movie starring this many famous people now in 2022 this movie probably does not get a theatrical release like this no. is dumped on either Netflix or Hulu. So Can we address first though about billing, speaking of it. Claire Danes uh, gets top billing in this movie. So I don't know who the fuck her agent yeah. is, What's but or her lawyer, but she she gets top billing in this movie. SJP listed very far down in that cast in that trailer that very I Very far down. And like, as you said, mm-hmm. this was her first major role after uh, uh Carrie Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. So come on. You would think. Also, first major role for Diane Keaton post-Oscar nomination. I think that's a lot of the buzz behind this movie was from Diane Keaton, SJP, and also I feel like Rachel McAdams. Yeah, for sure. There was a lot of eyes on her of this is one to watch. When is she going to get Oscar nominated? And will it be for this Christmas movie? Well, and Luke Wilson coming off of Royal Tannenbaums, I think, uh, the year before. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. But you're right. Actually, I was reading about the history of this, and it's fascinating that Diane Keene was the first person to sign on to this film Mm -hmm. and uh, or attach herself, excuse me, attach herself to the movie. And that sort of brought everyone else in with it. And um, and, because Luke Wilson even said, like, I I wouldn't even read the script if I knew Uh, Diane was in it. Um, and, And I love the story about the director pitching it, you know, shopping it around to all these studios back in like the early two thousands and then meet the parents comes out. Sure. And and he, and he completely is just 
heartbroken and, and struck. And he's just like, I can't make this movie. So it went through all these different iterations until, you know, years later, it finally got made, but it was going to come out the same year as meet the parents, which is also very interesting. Okay. They're, they're similar movies and sure. some are I mean, I think the wild success of Nancy Myers and her career mm-hmm. in the 2000s had a lot to do with this movie getting greenlit. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, Father of the Bride, I think, really helped set a lot of these movies in motion. Yeah. But, listeners, I'm telling you, we've done this show for <laughs> now over 177 episodes, and I will tell you, the outrage coming from Pete <laughs> sitting next to me on this couch about this movie. Okay. This I, movie pissed you off so much. I know I'm uh, a lot of people, <laughs> this is a very polarizing opinion. People love this movie. I cannot stand this goddamn movie. Um, everybody in it is hateful, horrible, awful. They're the worst <laughs> kinds of people because they think they're great people. And yeah. they're, they think that they're just like – everybody thinks that they're like, you know, uh, just fucking the best kind of altruistic like – they're like what's completely wrong with like liberals. I was going to say it's um, why Republicans hate yeah liberals um and you know i feel like even sarah jessica parker's character it's like the we i think we're supposed to not like her i i never got okay it's so confusing because the movie can't decide it either exactly thank you Mm -hmm. at, at all because she gets like redeemed right uh several times after her horrendously homophobic and a terrible, <laughs> you know, a dinner scene. Right, right, right. And then she's, you know, she's redeemed at the end with the photos and that that whole weird, awkward scene in the bar where Luke Wilson's like, let your freak flag fly. Which, We're supposed to like her, but... Yeah, which just means, I mean, she got a little drunk. She, got, she had a couple beers and was having fun at a bar sewer. The, also, the, one the, of the worst <laughs> drunk uh, okay. acting yeah, well, scenes ever. Well. It's it's awful. At least the table was littered with beers and it was not <laughs> and it was not you know uh, <laughs> Joan Cusack, please, everyone forgive me but she had a sip <laughs> right. of a beer in, yeah. in right. uh, School of Rock. I love how she holds her beer in that and scene. Was drunk. Uh, the full oh, yeah, beer? That's a great, the, yeah. full, like, the full beer that she's drunk off Like of? the two hands. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. picking up the glass. She's so good at You that. know, uh, the, the thing about Sarah Jessica Parker's character is that she is a terrible person, clearly, because her hair is in a bun. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, and she always wears a pantsuit. She, a, she pant just suit. is in these pantsuits. Introduced on the phone. Can you believe that she has a cell phone? Can you she believe has a that cell she phone? has a, a, I mean, a, she's a job? Businesswoman. Can you believe she has a job that she cares about? <laughs> this with the nerve of this woman to have a nerve. job and to okay, she's uptight. All right, she's uptight. But the hatred and the bile that these mm-hmm. people spit at her for Caring about her job, caring about her her sister, her family, yeah. caring about what these people think of her. Um, I, I oh gosh, that's to be fair. To be fair, the wild. sister's not great either. No, um, no. But, Every, but as I said, everyone in this movie is hateful, including Craig T. Nelson and Diane Keaton. 
Yeah. They're the but they're, Oh, I uh, I think especially Diane Keaton. Oh, she's the worst. Mm-hmm. She's the worst. Oh, she's a she's a total they're all sociopaths. I mean, it's it's this constant humiliation yeah. of Sarah Jessica Parker yes. and even at the end with the photos where she gets redeemed that they're like Okay, you win this time. You, you, win, it, you it, win this time. So, like, <laughs> keeping score. But these people don't even try to hide their their hatred of this woman. I mean, I think Not that we've all. all have that family member of somebody that's married in where everybody in the family just talks shit behind their back. But at least it's just behind their back. do it behind their back, for mm-hmm. Christ's sake. This woman, but, they're actively rolling their eyes to her face, si- deep, heavy sighs. As she walks in the room, you're back. <laughs> and and like Rachel McAdams, she oh just hates God. her because she like skipped dinner or something at a high-end restaurant and was like, I made reservations. I did all this and she didn't sh- – you know. and it's just like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like shut the fuck up. So what really gets me about this movie <laughs> is that <laughs> – Okay, so we should. I mean, maybe we'll start. Uh, Listeners, Scott and I, was gonna, I are merely guests on Pete's podcast. I was going to say, let's let's go back. Let's start at the beginning. When did let's we first watch this movie? Yeah, because I beginning. have a very specific memory of watching this movie. I saw this in the theater opening oh weekend, theater. the day after I saw Peter Jackson's King Kong. And I wow. remember okay. college had just wow. been let out for the winter, mm-hmm. for the winter break. I remember a bunch of us in school saw. King Kong, like the last day of last day of the semester, I think that we had just like taken a bunch of exams. We all went to King Kong uh, at the Gallatin Valley Cinemas at the mall, and then I went to the Campus Carmike. R.I.P. It's a grocery store now. They oh. have since torn down the entire campus theater. Shout out to all of my MSU listeners that used to go there. <laughs> they used to walk across campus when it was like below zero to go to a movie. But I saw this movie in a pretty packed theater on like a Saturday matinee around noon or something. Sure. So I definitely remember seeing this movie and I think I was pretty charmed by it. Like I was into it okay. in- initially. Okay. I don't okay. think that it was really the rewatch of this movie that I realized, oh, all of these people are kind of terrible. Yeah, when it really sunk in, or maybe it was kind of when I first introduced you to this movie, and you watched it with like a fresh set of eyes. Yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> "Fuck, Heidi," and yeah, okay. Jackson. What about you? <laughs> I watched it for the first time last year. Okay, really? I had never seen it. You had never seen it. Was it? it was never on television. I hate to sound that, but as a you know, a, yeah. East Coast suburban guy. If it was not on television, you just never watched it, <laughs> and um, and you never sought it out. And it was, you know, I grew up at the time where, you know, Christmas movies in the mainstream were starting to be like still cliche. Like Christmas with the Cranks, I remember seeing as a kid. <laughs> so it was, you know, they were slowly going out of fashion and. Right. This was before Netflix streaming kind of took it and even Hallmark. But, um, yeah, I watched it for the first time last year after hearing a lot about it. And uh, not just from you, you two, but uh, <laughs> other people. Because I had a friend who said, you have to watch it. It is the most insane Christmas movie of all time. I was like, 
I okay, I'll I'll, I'll watch an insane Christmas movie. <laughs> and I think I was um drunk enough to uh be hit by the emotional notes of it the first time, but mm-hmm. I it's it's one of those movies as you watch it the first time you're like, "Wait, so there oh, okay, and now we're going to the next thing." Like <laughs> it moves pretty quickly yeah, sure. that you you the first time you watch it you're caught up in the saccharine-ness uh, of it all. And then the second time you're like, no, I'm paying attention and this is a really fucked up movie. Right. Like really fucked up. I mean, I remember <laughs> what I, I... But I agree with you, Scott. I I've, I was cozy. I cried a little. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, same. Yeah. But I also yeah. remember being at that age, being really into movies that this was all of these actors at a very specific moment where Hollywood was really just trying to push them further for Diane Keaton. It was just sort of her comeback narrative after the Oscar nomination for something's got to give probably a movie that when she first signed on for, that was not the intention for it. Like she just kind of thought this is just going to be a fun romantic comedy with my friend Nancy. And it ended up getting her an Oscar nomination, maybe ran second place of best actress in 2003. I mean, Charlie's probably won by a lot of votes, but I would imagine yeah. that Diane probably was second in that Oscar race. Yeah. And I think yeah, that probably won, that won her a globe SJP, very successful run off of sex in the city. I remember the last season of that show being a huge deal when I was right. a freshman in college yeah. when that was finishing yeah. up Claire Danes. She is somebody that I feel like, especially in this moment, Hollywood was just really trying to find a role that just really landed for her. I mean, she had success, but also, I mean, the whole Oscar nomination for Shop Girl really didn't work out. Stage Beauty with Billy Corrupt was kind of seen as a big disappointment. Not great. This was also just like a movie that (laughs) we really need to get Claire in in like a vehicle. Well, and Mm -hmm. and a mainstream vehicle too, you know, like a very, very mainstream. I mean, she, she was making, you know, all those movies with independent directors and this was kind of a big budget studio, uh, you're right, vehicle. So I remember reading the, um, Hollywood Vanity Fair issue in 2005. So it was all like the big performances of 2004. She got the cover and I remember reading a little blurb of she's going to be doing a Christmas movie with Diane Keaton. And I want to say that the title wasn't even announced, but it was just sort of, she has a Christmas movie coming out, like watch for it end of the year. And then Rachel McAdams, like hit the scene summer of 2004 with mean girls and the notebook. And then she made wedding crashers with Luke Wilson the same year that this came out. So I feel like she, I think even more so than the rest of the cast had the most buzz of, will this be a supporting actress nomination? And I, and I hate to say this, no shade to the rest of the cast, but I I think she became probably the most successful. (laughs) I mean, like upward trajectory and following that, um, you know, what Hollywood wanted from these stars. I mean, Diane Keaton of course would work consistently and Luke Wilson did pretty well for himself, but you know, I just think about like feature film, you know, mainstream actress feature film status. Like she really sort of took off. But I mean, uh, didn't get the Oscar this. nomination until like 2015. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely took some work and it took her getting into a movie that was a front runner for Best Picture to finally get her yeah. there. So, yeah. 
Um, I mean, Dermot Maroney, not to be confused with Dylan McDermott. Right. Don't make As that the mistake. Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. uh, skit <laughs> famously does. Yeah. I mean, he's just kind of playing the stock version of his character in all of his movies, I think. But a more hateable version. Yeah. A, a horrible, no personality, <laughs> awful person, awful, so awful person. Yeah. Okay, Pete, how did you see the movie? Uh, my mother <laughs> enjoys uh, a, a family oh, your mom, Christmas Oh, your mom movie. loves this movie. My mother loves this movie. She loves uh, – my mom loves a family Christmas movie where families get together and they play a game. <laughs> she loves that. She loves, you know, Dan in real life. They do that, you know. Oh yeah, they uh, do. Yeah. yeah, she loves playing. You know, the family playing, and then she's always trying to push games on us at like family get-togethers, and yeah. we'll like pick a game, and we'll be like, "Okay, mom, sit down." She's like, "I'm not playing." I just, <laughs> I just like to watch you, you kids. I, yeah, push I like to the, watch other people yeah, play. Yeah, and all of us yeah. are like, we're good just talking and like visiting. Just, Play this game. Um, she loves it family. sounds like she's doing us playing a psychological she, game. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. And, uh, you know, so she loves a, a family movie with the game. She loves a Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, she loves a, a well-appointed um, New England kitchen. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. I which, mean, it's not quite a Nancy Myers level no. kitchen, but – it's getting up there. It yeah. looks very cozy. Yeah. I don't really care for the linoleum on the floor. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was that's, an interesting that, choice. That was a turnoff for when, me, too. When they end yep. up on the floor. <laughs> Maybe it's just to show how old this and lived in this house is. This house is also gigantic when you get those establishing there's, shots of it. There's five so kids. I can fully see how every child has their own bathroom, probably. There's five kids, and none of the bedrooms have been turned into anything other than a shrine to these five. No. I always no, think that's exactly. weird. Nothing's been touched <laughs> for 30 years, <laughs> according to this movie. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Um, Including that fucking dingy attic. Okay, sorry. Oh, ahead. yeah, Go the ahead. Rachel McAdams um, bedroom. Um, that's that's them trying to show you how this family can economize. They put They put Rachel McAdams in the in the, in the attic. When they introduce Rachel McAdams in this movie. She's doing her best cereal acting in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not without a bowl of cereal. <laughs> but even like, but a, like a, a band t-shirt. But like even as they introduce the character. God like, damn it. When she rolls in in that fucking dirty <laughs> what Volvo. Is she Volvo. It's of course a, she does. old, you know, the hipster Volvo that's all dirty. And she put, and the laundry. It's like these the, yeah. characters NPR are the bag. most stuff. The NPR bag. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, she, the, yeah. I was going to say the NPR tote bag. The NPR, oh, we can't NPR forget tote that. Bag. And, met, she's got, and she's got like leggings and like a skirt <laughs> and like boots. And she just looks like this like hippie, like, but also very, also very East Coast waspy. Um, these Bi- characters bisexual but, but bisexual of course absolutely yeah. these characters are so like straight out of i don't know like a, a stock character like <laughs> that's what gets me about it is that this family of Okay, so so Dermot Mulroney and, and Sarah Jessica Parker are, are set yeah. up at the beginning of this movie, you know, and they're 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 business types, right? Like she's in a business suit, and again, she's got the unforgivable bun. What does she do? Yeah, it's unclear. Unclear. She's in China a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hong Kong. I, I thought I thought sales in in China. Sure. Like yeah, U.S. rep for mm-hmm. or China rep for a U.S. sales yes. thing. Yes, APEC. Yeah. She's out in like yeah. And um, 
you know, so they we we set them up at the beginning, and he's in he's in like business attire. She's in business attire. You get this kind of visual look of the two of them, and we're going to his family's house for Christmas. And when we arrive at the family's house, it is you know this New England mansion, right? And uh, they are the like we said that like the worst kind of like liberals. Um, because they, so, so accepting that they reject everybody, everyone. Yes, absolutely. And the other thing about this family is that they are all, um, like they're like so white, you guys, like their, their noses are so small, all of them. And like, they're just like, you know, it's, it's, it's Rachel McAdams and, uh, oh, we haven't talked about Elizabeth Reeser. Um, oh, second, yeah. Second Elizabeth Reeser movie. movie of the month. What? Uh, what? Young Adult? We did Young Adult. Young Adult. She's, oh, yeah. yeah. She's mm-hmm. in that. Yeah. Absolutely. Is this um, third, you said? Third? Second. Second. The, I think this yeah. is the second. first time that I ever saw her in a movie, I think. What do you remember her from? I, d- I don't remember her from another movie prior to this. Mm-hmm. The first thing that I had ever seen Elizabeth Reeser in uh, was when I was watching the like three episodes of Grey's Anatomy that I've ever seen. That's right. And yeah. She uh, got a face transplant. I have so many questions a about face. I have transplant. so many questions about that face. And the new transplant. face was Elizabeth Reeser. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wild arc. Google it. It's it's absolutely. The good news is you look like a celebrity. <laughs> yes, and yeah. the, and the, the surgery face. was complete. Like very the bad successful. news is you're Elizabeth Reese. Very successful. <laughs> um. So okay. So they are. You know, like we said, they're so liberal, but yet they yeah. ha- have so much hate in their hearts, and um, they they all have these character caricature archetypes elizabeth reeser not so much she's just like she's, she's just kind of mom she's but, pregnant but, she's a mom but she is the most human of them all which makes her every time she comes on screen you're just like why, why who the fuck here? are you yeah. like why the fuck are you and you're like oh right yeah. no you're part of the family and you're pregnant mm-hmm. and you're a human being because everyone else is a cartoon seems right, to right. be fine with her daughter taking um meredith's shoes and breaking them yeah, yeah, totally fine. Great she's mother, just great glue. Oh, there's, Can't there's, wait to bring another glue. baby into the yeah. there's, there's super glue. So what's the problem? It's like that's not her property. There's someone else. you don't know how much these shoes cost. You know how much a pump can cost. Like, come on. Yeah, right. So. And that's another way we know Sarah Jessica Parker is a bitch because she loves. She's so materialistic. See, there she, you go. That she actually she cared when someone ruined her property. Ruined um, her property, yeah. herself, her identity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so my biggest, I think, to me, the biggest sin of this movie is the uh, is the gay. Different, I was going to say we gay have- differently abled interracial romance. They're really checking off all the boxes. Can you get? I mean, seriously, I just <coughs> like he should have been like missing a like a leg or in a wheelchair or something like. <laughs> Come on. It's that thing where it's just like, do you see? Do you see how accepting we are? Like, right, look at this. Right. Look at this. It just, but, also, but also using him oh as the God. catalyst for showing the hatred towards Sarah Jessica Twice. Parker. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> twice. Yeah. It's just like you wouldn't – you audience wouldn't like a woman yeah. who – Hates a gay deaf man, yeah. would you? Who's and dating like, a black what? man? I'm sorry. All right. All right, all right, guys. So this is this is 2005, a very different time than what we live in now. And I think that the 
writer of this movie and the director, I think, just felt like they had to make these two characters so saintly. Like, there is no way that you could possibly tear down either of these two. Okay, so this immediately when I first saw this, and I was and I was <laughs> had to like pull my eyes from the back of my head, like physically. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" The first thing I thought there's a, there's a quote in Sixteen Candles, right? Sixteen Candles. Uh, Molly Ringwald is in love with Jake Ryan. In yeah. love, Jake Ryan is a senior. He's the most yeah. beautiful guy in the school. Um, played by Michael Schaffling and in Andy played by Molly Ringwald is in love, right? Trust me, be with me. This will pay off. I don't think I've heard this before. They, uh, Jake Ryan is, is dating a girl. He's dating a very popular, very beautiful girl. Yeah. And they're like the it couple in the school. Haviland Morris. Haviland played by the lovely Haviland Morris mm-hmm. from Gremlins 2. Um, the new batch. Yeah, yes. the new batch. Uh, Andy and and her friend are um, in the gym locker room, and they see the girlfriend Boom. taking a shower, and she's absolutely naked. You got to remember the sound effect, though. She's absolutely Boom. naked, and I think you mean that yep, sound effect. That's it. And <laughs> you you see her uh, adult, very adult breasts as she's taking a shower, and the this is. This is the line as, as said by Molly Ringwald's friend about the girlfriend. Okay. Her little brother's deaf and everybody in the world worships her. She's practically impossible to cut up. She's supposed to be real sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so just funny. that you can't fucking hate her. She's got the deaf little brother. Everybody loves her. She's really sweet. You know, and I was like, did these people watch 60? Like, is that this line stay with this dude? Like, I don't think it, I've ever thought is. about it, that. It, it covers up their sociopathic tendencies. Yeah. Absolutely. And let us be clear. Yeah. We have nothing against like a interracial marriage that really has nothing to do with it. But they're just portrayed as these two saints and not really well, actual and, people. And what we're saying, too, is that mm-hmm. they feel very dropped yes. into the movie. Like we are checking as, out the box. As a as a vehicle for as almost an apology to the audience and a validation for the filmmakers to say, we can show you all this abuse and, and all of these terrible, terrible characters. And it's okay because we have a deaf gay son who's in an interracial marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was in the, movie bros that billy eichner just did where i think that there's a line with him of you know most gay guys in real life are pretty awful and you never see that portrayed in in pop culture at all yeah yeah i would have liked to have seen that character be a little more sassy like they didn't really give him anything and i get it's 2005 yeah we're still coping with ellen degeneres coming out of the closet (laughs) we were lucky to have this character 20 years 20 years years before that Yeah. yeah Um, and to, folk, and I think to, is on the air. Yeah. yeah. And to see the family and the mother and the father embrace him and the, you know, the husband or boyfriend or whatever. And, you know, he's part of the family, but that's just what makes it sting for Sarah Jessica Parker so much more because right. they love him. They love the boyfriend. He's as I, much a part of the yeah. family. He loves, uh, Sybil. Can I tell you that this East coast waspy liberal, of hippie, course your name is Sybil. rich, family refer to their parents by their first names yeah 
Sybil yeah. and whatever uh, weird. Craig, uh, whatever weird. coach's coach's first name is. She she, she calls me <laughs> out a lot. But, um, um, I her it's Sybil. also you know I also like to think about movies of this era, post nine eleven. So it's like who was president at the time? What was the country <laughs> going through? And so it's like, yeah, this was an early, you know, hey, let's try to divide, like, we're we're divided as a country, and let's just try to bring both the liberals and the <laughs> Republicans together. And it's very clear in this movie that this is trying to be like, oh, both view sets can sure. work together, or but it's very biased, you know, towards one. Yeah, and I would almost argue that um, they probably could have gone even further with the character of Meredith. Yeah, if, like if yeah. that's what their idea was. Yeah, I just I think that maybe she comes off a little too likable. Maybe it's because you have yeah. somebody as charismatic as Sarah playing this role. Right, but, right. I I, mm-hmm. I I thought that too because I was like, well, it's very clear they're trying to say like, well, she she has very different viewpoints than this very liberal progressive family so it must be that she's a republican however sarah's playing her as this very you know like you were saying charismatic business person who is like no i i i want to love everybody and Mm -hmm. i want to do good but i just don't believe that blah 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 so it's it's very confusing yeah i never exactly got that her character was supposed to be like conservative i mean conservative in like uh you know um, yeah bush era conservative in values yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she's Mm -hmm. conservative in her dress and that and and her bun uh you know (laughs) and okay i we you know come to find out sybil the mother is in fact dying of cancer. How could you hate a mom dying of cancer? How can we hate How can this you woman hate? dying? How can How we hate you? a mom mm-hmm. dying of cancer who is the mom of a gay, deaf <laughs> person <laughs> who is married to a black man who wants to adopt a baby? Who wants to adopt a baby? And it's Christmas. Uh, okay, so we did double feature this movie last night. We saw the movie Spoiler Alert with Jim Parsons, directed by Michael Showalter wonderful movie and we double featured this with the family stone wow yep so that what was a, what a heavy. what a cliff mm-hmm. to jump off of after spoiler alert okay I mean, uh, <laughs> but but it's like okay i guess uh, we're you know dying of cancer i guess gives you a pass but it's like come on she she even treats you know dermot mulrooney telling him to take his tie off yeah yeah and also he's a dick to her yeah <laughs> and it's like like there was a, that moment where she's laying in bed and he passes by and you know he just like he stops her a minute and then keeps walking by i'm like your mom's dying of cancer dude yeah. like and he's like, I'm still just mad that you don't like her, that you don't want me to marry her. They're like, fuck off, man. Yeah. Do you know what I think is a weird character note with Sybil? And you saw this a few times in movies in the 2000s. It's kind of what gets me about Frances McDormand and Almost Famous, that you cast either Frances McDormand or, in this case, Diane Keaton. And to yeah. see them complaining about pot, I don't know. Like, there's just oh. something about it that just doesn't really jive with the actor. That would yeah. this character really care if her kids smoke weed? Because I don't think so. I just assumed I had forgotten. I just was like, doesn't she go and smoke weed with Luke Wilson? She has cancer. Like, why didn't? Right. They, why isn't right. that just a part of like? I thought she was being funny. 
mm-hmm. like when she said something about like don't go and you know smoking pot with your dad or whatever. I was like, but she's t- wait that doesn't make any. I don't know. And then she also is like, she's supposed to. I, I don't know if it's the whole like doesn't have any more fucks to give because life is short and all that. So she's going around talking about like he popped her cherry and like all this like vulgar kind yeah. of like talk. What's this, what's this obsession she has about like her daughter's virginity. Yeah. Fucking mm-hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker. She's just like, Oh, why the separate bedrooms? Yeah. Why? It's just like, what are you? What? Yeah. So You're not it's- okay with people's sexual, preferences or view you know yeah, and yeah. she's like really pushing dermot to be like hey you gonna fuck her tonight yes. like you can fuck her in here it's yeah. totally okay <laughs> yeah but then luke wilson like has a joint and she's just like get that shit out of no my pot house kids <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not yeah, just sense. kind of inconsistent characters and i don't know yeah. if it's one of those things that that's a remnant from the first draft of the script that they just never really rewrote once diane signed on to the movie i don't know but yeah, the okay. So the the this one, not wanting to sleep in the room with him is also another kind of indicator of her uh, conservativeness. So yes. I'll give it that. Yes, and Indeed. it is it is a weird beat and it's a weird hill to die on. But I I get where she's coming from and that okay I'm trying to be like respectful of your parents like home or whatever. But um, she's she's so disrespectful to SJP when yes, she's trying to make yes. her breakfast. Oh mm-hmm. my! She's God. like almost laughing and smirking. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, you're really yeah. gonna do that? Yeah, you're really gonna make me breakfast. Yeah. You're really gonna do that? Yeah." And it's just like, "Fuck you, yeah. lady! Like I'm <laughs> like I'm your maybe future uh, daughter-in-law, and and she's just." Uh, so obviously, you know, yeah. upset and that the whole, Sarah's like, making it. Where's where's the coffee? Who didn't make more coffee? God damn it. Mm-hmm. She literally has the coffee, the wet, yeah. soapy coffee pot in her hand. <laughs> and she's just like, I'm literally cleaning it to make more coffee. You will have coffee right. in four right. minutes. Calm your tits. And she's not like, oh, sorry. She's just like, oh, well, what, what the fuck put all these eggs? Why are there eggs on the co- on the table in the kitchen at 8 o'clock in the morning? And then if I, and then if I remember correctly, she pulls. She doesn't pull the cancer card, but she pulls the like helpless puppy card, yeah. where she's just like, "I'm sorry, I'm upset. It's just, I'm I'm so different now, and I just <laughs> care." But you know, she's yeah. doing yeah. this whole thing that's yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, come on, yeah, yeah. you can't validate your." emotions like that come on now okay i do also want to make clear that i understand that this is how the characters are written yes right so i'm not i'm not sitting here saying Diane Keaton is terrible in this. Rachel McAdams is terrible in this. No, they're not. No, they're I think, not. They're, all, I think yeah. they're all doing pretty good yeah. work. Their, the char- yeah. mm-hmm. their characters are hateful, awful people. But <laughs> but I think that their work in the movie, you know, good. Oh, but, amazing. Yeah. But, and yeah. and it's cut and it's because their performances are so good yes. that we hate them Absolute, so much. Absolutely. Because they're so well defined right, right, right. that there's no inconsistency. There's also no continuity. Like oh. and I, I, and from what I understand. They apparently rehearsed this for like oh, four Jesus. weeks before oh. they started filming. Like we're and really going like, to workshop. What did you rehearse? The family. This, yeah. yeah. The slipping scene. What yeah, did you rehearse? No. This isn't 
fucking long day's journey and tonight what did you rehearse <laughs> they rehearsed sitting on each other's laps and just like being very handsy yeah the charade scene you know for two weeks my um, um i had do have to say my adult siblings and i do not sit on each other's laps nearly as much no. as these people no i don't know if, no. who's in the well room well you know there's a there's one indication of the Weird family affection dynamics yeah. that is rampant in this movie. <laughs> Real quick, before we go on, I want to read this fantastic letterboxed review Ooh. that I found that said, um, so subtly cooked into this is a psychological horror movie. A matriarch figure spends her last months of life brilliantly manipulating her two sons to fuck each other's girlfriends while under the same roof at Christmas break. So yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Go, I mean, yes. You know, my biggest thing too <laughs> is that she. Okay, immediately right off the bat, she's like this. You know, this very this devil businesswoman, this horrible witch, <laughs> has come into my home, and my husband, my my son wants to marry her, and over my dead. Very soon my dead body, dead you're going to get this ring. You're going to get this ring. Fuck that. Oh, but she has a sister? My other son should date him. Yep. Yeah. Like, why is she so quick to be like, oh, she's perfect for Ben? Like, you hate this girl. And but you don't want forget, her don't forget, to- she also what? says about Dermot, she goes, he only came home so that he could get the ring. Yeah. Like, she knows. She knows all of it. She, she knows what's going on. And she yeah. says it's not about her, too. I think that kind of what we're going for with this script is I think it's a little unresolved that I think this is all on purpose from uh, Thomas. And I did look up how you spell his last name. It is Bazooka. Oh, you pronounce, yeah, yeah. Like you do pronounce you're, a Bazooka. You're, you're right. Uh, that, Bazooka. You're right, Jackson. That I think it's a little unresolved that I think that these are all on purpose, that they're all oct- acting awful. But I would argue that they're not taking it further enough. That they're sort of coasting in the middle somewhere. Ooh, what, do but, you, what do you want them to hit her? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but but I, I I do think that the movie does want you to be like, look at look at this family. Like, aren't they aren't they so great? Yeah, uh, yeah, they they they, <laughs> they really want you to fall in love with this yeah, family. Yeah. Where I think that a more interesting version of the script would be very clear that oh, all of these people are really terrible. Well, I think though, I, I think even a, a normal, <laughs> I think even a two thousand five, and I would going, I would yeah. say maybe even my mom kind of understands that like Rachel McAdams' character is rotted. Right, like I don't think anybody's just like eh, she's just a quirky sister. She's fucking yeah. evil. Like she's like complaining to her face, like, "Oh, you're kicking me out." Well, of my she's bedroom. a mm. she's a full on fourteen year old. Yeah. I mean, she's wearing these this baggy, mm-hmm. you know, these baggy clothes and such. And that's the other thing. This is so two thousand five. Everything is a cliche. Oh so, God, like yeah. you were saying, Sarah Jessica Parker, she's uptight because she has a bun. Yeah. Rachel McAdams, she wears uh, oversized long sleeve shirts and eats cereal, so <laughs> she must be a loser. Yeah, you know, and and brought home laundry. Every, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I uh, the thing is, is I don't think it goes too far because, as we sort of mentioned at the beginning. The first time you watch it, you're you're it's so surface level. The first time sure. you watch it, yep. you're kind of convinced yeah. it's a good movie because you're like, oh, it's all these people and it's a Christmas movie. Oh my gosh, she's dying of cancer. Oh my god, 
Sarah Jessica Parker, stop being a bitch and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then the second time you watch it, you go, so wait, let me get this straight. The siblings are dating people and like, so, so that sibling is, is dating the person that he fucked and she, he's dating her sister and oh my God, you know, it <laughs> yeah. becomes a whole family guy re- revelation. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. oh my yeah. God, what? <laughs> This my mother's my mother's my sister. My, I think I kind of think, think more what I'm going for is I think that if they really would have approached this tone as more black comedy, it would work a little more. Yeah. Don't you think Happiest Season tried to do well, that? Well, I was going to say I think that the Happiest Season is a more successful yeah. pass at this material yeah. too. But I don't think but to your point earlier, I think in 2005 that sarcasm and black humor could not go over. Prop, no. I think it needed to be the saccharine, um, you know, you know, let's all be joyous and, and gay and everything tone. And yet there's so many problems with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, so this movie could never get made today as we talked about earlier. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, Claire Danes. Pete, who, Pete, who's your favorite character? Um, the guy that popped uh, Rachel McAdams' cherry. Oh, he's super cute, though. <laughs> Paul Schneider. The guy that got kicked, off, the guy yeah. that got kicked off of Parks and Rec. Um, yep. You know, I, but that's another thing, too. When they do have the big blowout and one of the big blowouts. Yeah, and, of many. And, and Meredith SJP leaves. Uh, they track her down. Luke Wilson tracks her down, goes to the bar, and she she's drunk. She has her drunk scene. And okay, I get it's it's a quiet. It's like Christmas Eve or the night before Christmas. I think it is Christmas Eve, and it's like there's not a lot of people in there. And you know, it's just like Luke Wilson, her, and the EMTs. And she's just like, ah, oh, drinks for everybody. And they look at her like, who's this bitch? <laughs> After she buys a round of drinks for the entire bar. They should be like, sweet. Yeah. yeah they're I'll like, take a drink. They're like, who's this asshole? Then they like get their drinks and then she's like, let's dance. And they're just like, dance to music? What? Like everybody looks at her like she's like a complete like crazy like space alien for doing things like wanting to make breakfast or putting on a, a song like your favorite song in the jukebox at the bar yeah and get really excited they're just like on. what's with this one although to to be fair her favorite song was like from the 70s and she goes this is my jam yeah. yes oh my god yeah, and you're she- like really is that really your jam <laughs> That's like the jam. Is that your jam? <laughs> um uh yeah so but you're right yeah and i think it's because she's in a suit yeah. she's in a suit yeah they're just yeah. like what um so we we've been mentioning Claire Danes. She is uh, Meredith's sister. Uh, this character name. This character name is Julie. 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 Julie Morton. They have all, and mostly Rachel McAdams, have been so hateful and rotted to her that she decides she is not going to take Rachel McAdams' bed for another night. She's going to check into the the inn. She's very lucky she got a reservation. The one inn in this, in this quaint new England town. Um, she's going to the inn and, uh, this, she called her sister because she just can't get through Christmas alone. And the sister arrives and the scene is, she walks in the door and she 
cut her hand on something. So the entire house, every sibling, the little granddaughter, like the dog, they're all just like <gasps> just fawning all over her. And it's just – it's illustrating to you like, well, look at her. Her hair is down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and but let's not forget. Her. Let's not forget. She steps off the bus and Dermot it's is like – Oh, I'm that's what it is. Love with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. she falls and off the bus and she like cut her hand or something. Sure. Yeah. Um. She's she's blonde. She's not quite like the ashy blonde that SJP is. You know what really <laughs> struck me on this viewing with Claire Danes is that aside for what she does for a living, which is review artist grants or something through the uh, some she reviews some, artist some, grants for the National Endowment for the Arts, or some like, like rich person job. But what really <laughs> struck me is that there is no character. <laughs> Yeah. Like there's nothing, and do you None. think that even yeah. in that scene where they're walking through the town yeah. and they're trying to do this like sexy like, small talk? There's cute. He's there's like, like a cute. He's monologue. like so. So is that a passion of yours? Reviewing artist grants, <laughs> and she goes, uh, "No, it's not." And you're like, oh, "Okay, yeah. What else? What else? What?" Do she you has like a monologue about like a totem pole, <laughs> but yeah, but there's just nothing there, and I just kind of wonder with. Claire Danes, especially Claire Danes of all of all of these actors that I think that Claire Danes, I love I love the girl Romeo and Juliet, but I also think Claire Danes is like I am an actress. <laughs> like, where is the character? Yeah. And do you think that she just like, well, you know, I'm in this movie with Diane Keaton. I guess I'm just gonna have to just put <laughs> up with just the boring character that's Julie. She probably was also like, oh, the character's inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. going to know what kind of person I am. I'm a relatable person and and just completely forget that she's Claire Danes saying some very weird lines. But yeah. it, but Claire Danes who also like I think in life is kind of the poster child for like uptight New England like wasp. I think yeah. came from like, I think came from money in New York. But I'm yep. saying, mm-hmm. she's the one that you're going to bring in to be yeah, like right. what a breath of fresh air. Right. Yeah, right. What a relatable <laughs> yeah. character. She's so, this, this. she's so down to earth. So down to earth. This Claire, woman who, who came off the bus. What? Why is she on a bus? She should have been on a private limo. Oh, my God. Mom. Yeah, seriously. That woman has never been on a bus. Never, like. never. She Yeah, she also looks way better than SJP. Mm-hmm. Like, full, beautiful. Yeah. You know, beautiful blonde uh, highlights, beautiful makeup, mm. all this. SJP is like, I blinked once in each of the eyelashes, <laughs> and that's it. She yeah. looks awful. Yeah. She looks awful. And Claire Danes is gorgeous. Oh, but you know, you reminded me too when they're having that kind of like walk when they're looking for Meredith, and he's yeah. talking about like, oh, you know, I should have visited that island that I wanted to see and the monastery and all that. So, like, Earlier when they first arrived, they do this thing, which I I think they were trying to go for a bigger laugh, um, where they said, like, how did you two meet? And right, the, right, the, yeah. the, the thing, That's the gag the is that she's telling the story, but it cuts from, like, she keeps telling the car to the pizza over and over place again. and, yeah. like, at the pizza place. And then now we're back at home eating the pizza, and she's still telling the story, right? Yeah. And, like, as she's telling the story... Everyone is like miming, like hanging themselves and like shooting themselves in the head with a gun and like fingers down the throat and like rolling their eyes in the car with her, plain view, just completely disrespecting her. And it's like, 
you asked a question and she she's trying to like tell you about her relationship with your brother. Yeah. And you all are just like dismissing it and making fun of it. And it's like, okay, she's going on a little too long, whatever. But then the whole story is that he wanted, you know, they were in China in Hong Kong. Um, I'm sorry. And he wanted to do this thing. He wanted to visit this monastery and it was so beautiful and all that. And because they met, he was so enraptured by her that they didn't go see the monastery. And then later on, he's talking to Claire Danes. He's like, oh, I should have gone. Like, you know, like, I don't know, like me kind of confirming like, uh, you know, he should have gone like and not wasted his time talking to this woman, this uptight witch in a bun, you know, (laughs) when he could be like – Seeing this, like, magical, you know, Eastern, yeah, you know, monastery that he's never going to get the chance to see again. Yeah, 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 right. Which is also total bullshit. Yeah. Um, so, because <laughs> she's telling the story about this time that they met and she loves this. You can tell she loves the story, mm-hmm. you know, and she, like, adores him and she just, like, loves telling the story. And later on in the movie, he's just like, well, fuck that. I shouldn't have gone. I shouldn't have hung out with her. I should have yeah, done. it was that was such a that was such a fuck you watching it because yeah. I was like it, in that scene like you were saying she she very clearly really loves him yeah mm-hmm. yeah or or like really is like I want to you know I want to tell them the great story and I get excited about this like that's when I felt she was a character mm-hmm. um, but and then he he just like shits on you yeah. know on hers yeah. it's just awful and even later she's just like meh it's fine and and when they make when the family makes her finish the story and she's like well we worked on a deal together they were all like oh yeah. so it was a work thing and you're it's like what the hell like and and yeah like these are two mm-hmm. people who have to travel to hong kong for work right. where the fuck right. else are they gonna meet somebody you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, geez. Well, how else? Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was, so that was shitty. I, I hated that. <laughs> I okay. Hated can that. we, can we, can we talk about the dinner scene? Oh yeah. We have to talk about the dinner scene. Famous, oh, my goodness. famous dinner scene. I, Very famous I, dinner ha- scene. I had seen this dinner scene before I saw the movie. Okay. So I knew it was coming. I didn't know it was going to come so late into the movie. Yeah. Like that's that's the thing. Well, and that's where because it's right kind of at the halfway point uh, in the movie. Yeah, and that's where I get mad at the film because I'm like, this should be kind of the the climax, and then we get into what is the third act, which is the ring gets stuck on the finger and and running around and, the house, you know, uh, running around the house. The sister comes like. That should all be condensed in like 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. But in this, I was like, we have to stick around with this homophobic, (laughs) you know, like awful person for another hour. And it's, um, it's, it's a great scene. It's a really well filmed scene and acted too. But it was, it, I don't know. I, I was playing around with like, how how would I feel if I was watching this in 2005? It's very strange watching it in 2022. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what I don't know. What do you all think? Okay. I feel like if I was having dinner with someone who was explaining <laughs> this viewpoint, I don't think that I would have the reaction that anybody at the table had. 
especially the brother. Like the gay brother, right? Mm -hmm. He's just like, head down, just like, I'm sad. She said I'm not normal. It's like, what? So? (laughs) Like, who fucking cares? Okay. Also, also, sorry, is that the first time you've heard that? Yeah. Like, have you never been, like... Have you never been made to feel bad because you're gay like your entire life? Come on, dude. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's weird. Um, I, I also think that I feel like what she said, I think she's just kind of tripping over some language, right? Yeah. Because um, yeah. there's the whole nature versus nurture thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like, all right. I think it's a, like Scott said yesterday. It's a teachable moment. Yeah, I yeah. think I don't think a lot that of I would immediately flip out at her. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of overreaction. Yeah. It's just like, wait, okay. So let's let's talk about this right now. I think that yeah, like the I think the brother just sitting there on the verge of tears. It's just like, yeah. dude, what the hell? Like, and then secondly, the boyfriend says like, because. And I love it that the brother's like, what's she saying? Like, is he yeah. being is yeah. he being snarky? Like, oh, yeah. I, I can't understand you because I'm deaf. And so I don't understand what you're saying because what you're saying is I don't you – know, Right, don't hear right. It. That but, was that was very smart writing. So, yes. okay. Yeah. I think that's what's happening. Um, but when he's saying like, oh, what's she saying? What's she talking about? I can't understand her. The boyfriend's like, oh, we just got – we just got dinged twice. Which which one? What, uh, what was the first hit? Uh, what was the first hit? I don't know. I, don't know. Uh, I thought it was the charades thing. Uh, I I assumed but, it was the charades. But thing, I thought everybody. Just, like, but I thought that every, back But I thought everybody like, kind of understood that that was Rachel McAdams being a bitch. Well, that that well, that's again, that's the bad continuity of this movie, where yeah. it was like, wait, she was only attacking. Um, well, I, I'm thinking about it now. I wonder if it was that she does say like, you know, uh, about the child being born, you know, like you have two things against you, Yeah. but, but yeah, it might be also be the charades thing, the charades reference. I don't know. I just think, I just think it's a lot of uh, misunderstanding. I think the charades thing is fucking bullshit. Like for you to like, okay, so they're playing charades and Rachel McAdams picks a movie. This is a movie, The Bride Wore Black. I I I have never heard of this movie. I don't know what this movie is. It sounded familiar. I was like, oh, yes, yes. I guess. She picks this movie for for Meredith to. And did she she bait her into that too? Yes, of course she did. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. and, and Sarah Jessica Parker, Meredith does this. She has this hand gesture where it looks like she's vaguely pointing at something. Yeah. And she makes it seem like she's pointing at, you know, the boyfriend for the word black, right? And it's like, that's kind of not cool, right? Even as a joke? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, well, my the, the, the thing about the filming of that scene, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's a little ambiguous because it's like, is she actually pointing or is, no, like you no. were saying, is that a... Do what? It's a hand gesture because she also she did the other thing. Yeah. Where she's just like, no, I'm not. And she kind of like moved her hand to like point at herself, and it was like it was just a different. It's just how she was holding yeah. her hand, and it's like it's. But the thing is, like the way, like Luke Wilson is like, oh, oh, you, yeah, like, yeah, naughty, naughty, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and no one is just like, come on, dude. 
Well, the well the the boyfriend kind of looks at Rachel McAdams like, "What the fuck? All right, yeah. come on." Yeah, I like, guess. Like, grow up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, but then later on at the table, and, you know, Claire Danes asks a question about, you know, they're talking about adopting, and Claire Danes asks a question about if they have a preference on the baby's race. Yeah. And everybody's just like, hmm, do you? Well, we don't know. And and Sarah Jessica Parker's like, you can't be asking that. Like, you can't, why, you can't ask why the baby's black. Like, <laughs> Like, you know, she's the, Sarah Jessica Parker's the one that's just like, you know, and everybody yeah, else yeah. is just like, whatever, like, yeah, mm, question, what kind of baby are you going to yeah. Um But then when it gets to this point where she's just like, okay, like, do you, you know, do you want to have a gay kid? It's like, how, you know, how dare you? Um, I don't even think that she even says that. Like, how dare you is in like... No, I'm saying everybody's saying oh, how, sure, how yeah. dare you mm-hmm. like even yeah. even question it. Uh, mm-hmm. And but yeah. and she's not saying like, well, obviously you wouldn't want a gay kid and you're going to give it back. But mm-hmm. she's just saying like, if it was your choice, like, I feel like you wouldn't want to add that right. additional, right. you know. Which is a very 2005 mindset yeah. of thinking. Sure. Game, mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, the reaction to it, even though, uh, like, did she sort of misspeak about this? Of course. But I don't think that in the moment, if I was any of these characters, no. I would react no. this severely to you it. You know, and the thing is, like mm-hmm. you said, Jackson, it's a very 2005 kind of mindset. And it's like, I definitely know that there were, you know, I think a lot of gay people, there are times when you're just like, oh, man, it would have been so much easier like if I were straight or whatever. But right. I think that's a right. lot of your adolescence and growing up and maybe your 20s or whatever. I feel like I'm at a point right now in my life where I'm just like, oh, God, thank God. Right? I, I could not I know exactly. Mm-hmm. Fucking straight, how boring. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Three-bedroom house. Yeah. yeah. But the thing Have is... To replace the shingles next year, Sharon. Great. No, yeah. Wonderful. But you know what? Look at, look at that... Uh, you know, differently abled gay interracial couple are the most heteronormative like people mm-hmm. for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you which, know? which also on the opposite side. So I'm going to flip sides real quick on the opposite side is why that dinner scene is so jarring because for Sarah Jessica Parker, I go like, why the fuck are you insulting them? They, in a sense, are the most normal people in the yeah. house. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's 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 just it's really astonishing. It's just she's just. I'm like, why are you going after them? And it's it's really insane. Yeah, how yeah she goes. Yeah, and y- you know, it's it's interesting because <clears throat> you're like one of the things that that they kind of it's inferred that they dislike about meredith is that maybe she you know she works too much right she's always in kind of like business attire and Mm -hmm. you know very kind of formal and corporate and all that but elizabeth Reeser's husband isn't even there yeah right he works so damn much he shows up on like christmas i always think it's weird how he's introduced in that shot through the window. Yeah, all fuzzy. It's like, all I wish fuzzy. I could see this actor's like, face. What are, we, what are we trying to say? Oh, I have an update about this director. He is openly gay. Oh, there you go. I, I, I well, kind of want to... I mean, he would be interesting to talk to about this movie of how he feels about questions like this now as uh-huh. opposed yeah. to back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that probably just for him, fuck, like, I'm lucky to be making a movie like this in 2005. Sure. So I think that I just have to 
play it really safe with a lot of these themes. I think that's how a lot of it was from the history I was reading about it. He was just happy to be making this movie. Yeah. And again, it was, it was because of the post meet the parents thing where he was just like, Oh, this is, you know, I, I'm just happy to be, uh, finally doing this. And with such an all-star cast, Mm -hmm. like, like who he got. So, yeah. Um, and maybe that yeah. was kind of his idea that it would be a little more complex and then just through studio notes, rewrites, it just sort of came down to something like this, too. Yeah, I wonder I, – and I wonder about a lot of movies at this time. I mean the Nancy Myers, the James L. Brooks, you know, the things mm-hmm. that are so cliche now, um, how much – this one was put through that ringer where it was like, no, you have to have the, the dumpy, mm-hmm. uh, teenage, you know, daughter, and you have to have the uptight son and you have to have the one son who never left, but made a life of himself. Like all these weirdly specific cliches. The one thing that's missing from the scripts. I feel like the Luke Wilson character should be like a, like a woodworker or like some sort <laughs> of a handyman. <laughs> that would kind of go with with Hallmark movies jack, of that. Yeah. Like yeah. he's like a man of the woods or something. No, he makes documentary films. Okay, documentary thing? film. So that's I guess that's like his. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like his, his his quirky thing. His character note. Mm-hmm. These uh, children's bedrooms that we only really see. Yeah. We see Rachel McAdams, which she's in the she's in the attic space. Luke Wilson has a sweet reel to reel though. Luke Wilson that has, a, has a reel to reel tape player. He's got yeah. Um, of uh, possibly a queen size bed in his room, like this looks is, like it looks like a queen size bed. Yeah. They've yeah. got the Jack and Jill bathroom between the bedrooms. I think it's, it's probably between him and Dermot Mulroney. Um, but it's just like these; they don't look like teenage boy rooms. They look like staged. Yeah, you know, they're set. They're like thirteen, fourteen year old rooms. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. It's that's just, what I mean. Where it was like it was frozen in time for yeah. thirty years because I was like, what in what world are you preserving your children at this era where there's all this stuff on the wall and the the bed sheets look the same as as like a kid would sleep on them like it it was just crazy yeah yeah um dermot Mulroney's room had a uh a poster of the moon and a telescope He's really into astronomy, yeah. Pete. I'm very, thinking. very mm-hmm. much wanted to be an astronomer. But then he went. Did you miss that plot hole that's implied? He went and, and got this said. uptight, boring, like business job. He's trying to search for the universe for his like perfect girlfriend. <laughs> um, but you know what? Okay, so let's talk about the moments that I like of the movie, and I think okay. that they belong to Luke Wilson. I think that Luke Wilson is really good in the scene with Coach. On the football. On the bleachers. On the bleachers. I think that's a really well done scene. And um, also the scene where he's where he is lying on the bed with Sarah Jessica Parker. Or no, it's no, it's in the car. Yes. And he's telling her yeah, about his car. dream yeah. of that she's yeah. a little girl shoveling snow. I think that yeah. Luke is really good in that scene. That's a real that's a really mm-hmm. good scene. But I yeah. love I love Luke Wilson too. I also I I, I like the I like the comedy moments. I wish that there were more of 
I wish they leaned more into the screwball comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Because even like the kitchen scene with the slipping and stuff, as awkward as that scene is, I was like, I wish there was more of that. Or the first off, okay, real quick, I I hate that he forces the ring onto her finger. What the hell is very. What of, the fuck? It's so of Julie? Weird. Yes. And I like yes. that both and I like that both Julie and uh Sybil are just like, no, what are you doing? Yeah. 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 Like what as are you doing? They, as they <laughs> fucking should. Yeah. And but but I like the you know, I wish they leaned I wish they, I wish it was more of a screwball comedy than this like you know uh, the, the steel magnolias kind of <laughs> crimes of crimes of the heart. Like we're going to, we're going to talk for a long time about how we all don't like each other. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, I, I just went, but so the comedy bits in this, I, I really like, especially like SJP telling the story and it keeps cutting away. Like, I think that's funny. Yeah. It's Sarah, hysterical. Sarah has a funny little bit of business that she does when she's in the bathroom with Claire Danes. And she, uh, they're talking about the ring and how we just proposed. And yeah, Sarah does this really funny business where she picks up a wrapped bar of soap and she smells it. I think that's so funny. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's, I think that's after she kind of thinks that she did something with Luke Wilson. And- yeah. Yeah, Claire Danes is like she, she admits like, it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, what do I like about this movie? <laughs> what do you like about this movie, Pete? <laughs> like the runtime. Um, I like the I like the business. It's it, it's still it's still twenty minutes too long. Too long yeah. It's still twenty minutes too long. Yeah, uh, I like the business with the Strata. I like that she's making this this Strata for this family. I don't like that they are just like looking at the Strata like she's yeah dog shit like, in it but yeah it's just it's a strata it's a thing it's a it's a it's a breakfast dish look it up yeah it's like a quiche with bread in it is that mushrooms in it yeah. it could have mushrooms in it. it's like a quiche it's like a quiche no. with bread in it she was oh just... the mushroom that's mm-hmm. right yeah i didn't know i didn't know <laughs> that's good <laughs> and that's just like really good bit of character yeah. acting from sarah yeah too yeah. that's why we love her yes i think sarah jessica parker is funny i think she's a funny actress she's always had great comic timing to mm-hmm. do that um yeah i just uh yeah um yeah <laughs> so um yeah, this movie a, end of end of our that's that's our show everybody <laughs> so yeah. this movie went into the fall with oscar buzz um it did not get any major oscar nominations but i will tell you jackson Can't sarah jessica parker did yeah. get a golden globe comedy nomination it wow. did from Sarah Jessica Parker, so, as we established in our on our, uh, our Edward episode, episode. When I was doing yeah. the, when I was doing the SJP quiz. I should have saved the SJP quiz for this episode, but I didn't know you were going to be joining us for oh, this one, right. and I didn't know what we were planning on the horizon, so I just did it then. Yeah. But the Golden Globe category is very interesting. Um, oh. So Reese Witherspoon yeah. won it for Walk the Line. This was a t- this was at a time where if you had music in any type of movie, music and comedy. The Globes have kind of gone away from that now. Bohemian Rhapsody and Elvis have gone on to compete in drama. Yeah. I guess Walk the that, Line was 2005? Wow. 2005. Yeah. Um, wow. So, yeah. Wow. So, like, this year, Elvis is going in drama instead of music or comedy. But this was at a time that they were that thirsty for wins that they were going to secure Reese that globe by putting her in musical and comedy. 
And it worked because she won, and she yeah. went on to win the Oscar. Um, Judy Dench from Mrs. Henderson Presents, a movie that oh. I have seen. I only yeah, saw it once. Yeah, uh, she also won on. Any memory of it. She also won on for, for the nomination. Keira Knightley in Pride and Prejudice, who, if I will remember, was not predicted for the Oscar category. She was kind of a surprise nominee that they were not thinking was going to happen. Okay, yeah. Uh, although you know that Pride and Prejudice, I barely think about as a comedy but yeah okay yeah um laura linney for the squid and the whale probably oh, ran so sixth place so that oscar year i think she's really good in that movie and yeah, sjp so for the family stone wow mm-hmm. well and they probably gave it to sjp because it was her first well not first but it was her it was a major step right. yep. for her in her career. They're at least going to throw uh, her a nomination. I mean, she couldn't yeah, compete, yeah, yeah. They're like, she couldn't compete with Reese Globe for and, yeah. uh, June Cash, but she got that nomination. Um, yeah, I mean, everything else for awards-wise, this movie really didn't work out. I mean, know that it was speculated early on, both Diane Keaton and Rachel McAdams, but it did not end up happening. What about Craig T. Nelson for Best Actor? <laughs> no. Come on, come on, Mm-mm. come on. Uh, I think, no, I no, think... no one, no one, no one's a coach fan here. No. Oh man, I, Co- did you watch Coach when it was on? It, I feel like that was like an old person it show. Yeah, when it I was didn't a kid. have it. It didn't. And Coach me. is one of those shows that was on for like over ten seasons, right? I don't know about ten, but it, it was. It, no, it, it ran was for a while. Lot. It was yeah. a lot. Yeah. It was like it was like entourage of just like this shit's still on. Yeah. The problem with Coach was it didn't have a lot of um, player hot players, right? On it, so yeah, who was, it was the female lead on it coach? Was just, it was just Shelley. Craig T. Nelson on a soundstage who going like, "Honey, yeah, I'm going to football practice." The That's female it. lead on coach was Shelly Fabre. Oh, I have no memory of her. Yeah. You wouldn't. <laughs> she was old then. Mm-hmm. Shelly Fabre was like a fit, like a like a '60s teen, like like a like a Leslie Gore. Yeah. Oh, like a like a teeny bopper. Yeah. Musician yeah. in the okay. like in the sixties, she was like a teenager, like and she had like pop songs. Okay, and then as an adult, she like acted some. Yeah, and she was in, she was the 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 female lead in, in Coach. And I think if you were given five minutes, you could think about every single plot of every single episode <laughs> of Coach. It was that kind of sitcom. Yeah, kinda. it was that kind of sitcom. You know, <laughs> what I do know about Coach is that um, one of the characters that was kind of like the funny, like side character is uh, Patrick from SpongeBob. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, Bob. Uh, or what's his name? Or yeah. Bill? Bill Odenkirk? Odin- no, not no, Bill Odenkirk. Um, something like that. Bill Free. Fagerbucky. Yeah, he's got a crazy name. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's Patrick Star in SpongeBob. Um, well, Craig T. Nelson, well, and Diane Keaton are not the ideal married couple in this at all, at all. Yeah, um, they're, they're also kind of weirdly twisted in their own way. <laughs> the whole family's twisted. Okay, so the other thing is that the whole idea of the Family Stone. Is that their name is Stone, and he's and he's wanting the family and he Stone. Wants the family Stone. Do you remember the, the um, wedding ring? Do you remember the poster for this movie that was like the teaser poster that was in movie theaters? It was it was the hand. It was the, the hand, wedding yeah. finger up, and it was like flipping yeah, off that, the camera. That, but it was yeah. it was the wedding finger. So already with the marketing, they're mm-hmm. like, see, 
See this movie. We're just irreverent. <laughs> and did it work? I don't know. But but they but that's the thing where I'm watching it, and I go I go I can't tell whether the studio and the producers and the filmmakers are saying we are wholesome, we are great, sure. or Scott to your earlier point. We want to be sarcastic, sardonic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like like disgusting, like gross, like whatever. Like like this, th- it, it felt like this battle that was happening between like we need to be wholesome, but we can also be, you know, a little pessimistic and um, not not you know not really appreciating people or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like and very negative. It, it just it was going back and forth between that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's like you know, the whole time uh, Sybil Dan Keaton is just like he's not getting the ring, he's not getting the ring. Is it her grandmother's yeah. ring? Is it her mother's ring? I don't know, someone's ring. It's a grandmother's know. ring. Grandmother's ring. I thought. So yeah. she keeps saying he's not getting the ring. He's not getting the ring. He wants the ring. He's not going to get it. So she finally tells him, "No, you're not going to get it." So he says, "Okay, fuck off." I'm going to the jewelry store and I'm taking my gay brother who better to pick out jewelry than twinkle toes. <laughs> you queers. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you, my gay you, deaf you queers like jewelry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Family full of sisters. So, um, they're looking at rings and he's just like, I like this one. And like the jewelry lady's like, I like this one. Gay brother is like steam is coming out of both his ears. Like he's physically like he's sh- he's like that meme of that mannequin with the wig and it's like shaking from behind. Um, he's like so mad, right? And the lady goes off to get a ring that he likes and like the right size or whatever. I think that she goes to get like the specs on yeah, it or something yeah, yeah. to go yeah. to see how much it costs. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. She leaves, and the brother is just like, "Don't marry her." Could you imagine yeah. saying that to your yeah. brother? Uh, yeah. Uh, Could you imagine saying uh, that to like a sibling? No, it's, it's like no. okay, you don't like him. That's fuck off, man. <laughs> like, I know it's like your family. Just fucking suck it up. <laughs> That's like not your place. I don't know. If it's not your brother's place, I don't know whose place it is. But maybe it's nobody's place to tell you that you're with the wrong person. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think she's the. I. Uh, <laughs> this shit is so crazy. Well, but- and spoiler alert to those who haven't well, seen it. Uh, yeah. Diane Keen dies. Oh my god! And it's the weirdest, weirdest finale. It's a weird ending. The mm-hmm. craziest. Like it feels like a reshoot. I cannot. Yeah. Believe mm-hmm. that. And we keep saying, 2005. They weren't ready for this. Like 2005, you couldn't do it. Yeah. But you know what you could fucking do is have a guy who brings someone home who he's going to marry, dump her and date her sister. Yes. In two days. In two days. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Two days. By the way, and then the mom dies too in two days. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I have cancer and I've had cancer. And then she's like, two days later, uh, again, she's totally healthy, totally fine, and then dies. Well, it's the, it's the next Christmas. Oh, it's the yeah. next. It's the, oh, no. It's the, oh, no. This isn't like the same holiday weekend. Yeah. That's right. But, okay. Mm, That's you know, right. But, You're right. Yeah. You're but, right. But You're right. Still, it's like this whole, you know. Um, I want to imagine it's the next day. Like yeah. the screenwriters were like, "Oh yeah, and the next day she dies." That's but the ending. That's the ending. Christmas alone. that didn't test well, so they had to but, reshoot it. But the the, the, <laughs> the whole idea is that this couple 
he she to her i'm going to meet your family for the first time it's christmas i'm meeting your entire family your parents and your siblings you've and you're gonna dump me for my sister yeah like that you just met it's not like he was having an affair with claire danes they just met and not only that i'm cool with it because i think i like your brother better yeah what the fuck? I mean, it's kind of like those sets of twins that end up getting married or dating each other. Right, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> or that new Netflix reality show, Dated and Related. Yes. Yeah, there you yes. go. There you go. Yes, exactly. So it's like exactly. your kids are like, they're like double cousins. They're cousins, but they're kind of like, but like on 23 and Me, they show up as each other's siblings. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> Something okay. like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the ending is insane. I know it's a spoiler, but this movie is, what, 15 years old at this point? Yeah, <laughs> but it's also that thing of, like, she she dies, and then everyone lives happily ever after except yeah. her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Like, I would have loved to have seen an ending where it was just, like, the cancer was wrong, <laughs> and I'm fine. And we're gonna have another Christmas. And now you're all stuck with together, me. Together, everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that wasn't gonna happen. They gotta kill her. Gotta kill her off. And then they got. And then Craig D. Nelson needs to be coach. Needs to be looking at a Christmas tree, understanding he's gonna spend the rest of his life alone. And then the camera's gonna pan in on the uh, image of her. It's the most <laughs> depressing ending. Of a Christmas in movie. this empty five bedroom, six bedroom mm-hmm. house. Exactly, exactly. It's like it's like this isn't happy. <laughs> He's gonna die alone. It's just I mean, a shrine. I would like to Christmas alone. His <laughs> kids are a piece of shit. <laughs> And he's going to live alone. I mean, I, I would like to hope that Coach has some plan that he's going to move to Florida and be like a retiree on like a golf course or something. Sure. And let his freak flag fly and, yeah. and fuck all these 76-year-old <laughs> women. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. I think they'll, the this family will hook up Coach with like some, you know, I don't know. Some crossing guard, I don't know, yeah. somewhat, some other. Senior. I think it's going to be um, the Jane Fonda character from uh, oh God. Uh, the the book club movie. Book club two. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I cannot wait for the sequel. No. Where they no. go to Italy. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll come next year. It'll come next year. No book club. And so will Craig T. Nelson. Oh, yeah. hey, hey, oh. Uh, <laughs> I was reading something interesting yeah. of the possible casting of the brother played by uh, um, played by Luke Wilson that Billy Corrupt Crudup Crudupt I always I always pronounce his name wrong and Johnny Knoxville were supposed to play the character and then they oh. dropped out Aaron Eckhart was I guess cast but had to leave for. Um, scheduling complex. So Luke was like the fourth on the list. Aaron probably Batman Begins, but yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Dark Knight or Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, maybe, 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 or maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. like Thank You for Smoking or something. I thought that yeah. was interesting. Yeah, the I could maybe see Johnny Knoxville in a role like this. It would I would love to see Johnny Knoxville in a a movie like this. And yeah, I, think I thought he would be he, well he would bring the comedy. He yeah. and he would have really I think Luke play- Wilson was good, but 
he was a little too like, yeah, I'm Luke Wilson. Yeah, I'm yeah. charming. This is great. And great. Johnny Knoxville needs to be that guy who's like, he would have really. I never left this house and this town, and I love you. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, like he would have really played up the um the idiot brother aspect of this character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he's a good film actor. I mean. Him in Dirty Shame is great. I, oh, I yes. think he's great in a Dirty Shame. Yeah, we uh, we love a Dirty Shame. Um, we you know it's not it's not easy to come around this movie, right? Uh, I don't think it was on streaming for a long time, and we would attempt to rent it from our video store, mm-hmm. and they had one copy, and it's got a scratch it was on scratched. it, scratched, mm-hmm. of dirty of, of dirty, dirty shame. shame, and we oh. rented it once, watched it. Uh, got a scratch. We couldn't finish it. Took it back, and then like two or some years. I think later, I got it through Netflix discs. Was it that? Yeah. Oh, because that. But mm-hmm. then we rented it from uh, Videotech, and it had a scratch too. I think we no. It was the first time at Videotech, and then I rented it through Netflix discs. Is that how we finally yeah. watched it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my story was we rented it from Videotech twice, and it had the same scratch. Yeah. <laughs> like three years later, we were just like, let's try renting it's, it. And we it's forgot. now available to rent on. A- uh, Amazon Prime. Streaming. So. Okay. We stand yeah. Ursula Utters. <laughs> Icon. Love, yeah. Love that entire film. Love that entire film. Tracy Ullman gives an Oscar nominated performance. Yes. <laughs> but, um, okay. But Family Stone. Family Stone. Yeah. I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I think Johnny Knoxville would have been, would have been a little bit more charming, maybe. I like Luke Wilson, like we're saying. Um, yeah. I liked, uh, um, I liked what's his name from Parks and Rec. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, yeah. He's a great actor. Very yeah, underused really. in movies. I'd like to see him work more. Yeah. I, I When he came on screen, I was like, was oh, that the guy from Bridesmaids? And I was like, oh, no, different guy. Oh, yeah. Different, different, uh, a white guy with sunken eyes. So, yeah, so yeah. he gives, playing a police officer. Yeah. So he gives Rachel McAdams a snow globe, and Pete and I were just having this conversation that I grew up a Christmas kid. I love Christmas. Like, I mean, I'm a big fan of Halloween. Don't get me wrong, but I do love me some Christmas. And I don't think I've ever been given a snow globe in my life. And that is something that you always see in movies, like Hallmark movies, movies for Lifetime, yeah. Home Alone. Snow globes. I've never, I've never been given one. Yeah, I got to add it. I, I've Christmas never been given one either. I Why mean, would you give one? I'm Why assuming it's a thing. It's a thing. Why would you give one? Your mom always has one on the counter. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I feel like my cousin, like my aunts and uncles' houses, would have a snow globe, and I'd be like, "This is fun," and then it's over it. Yeah, right. But you never, you never give one as a present. Yeah. I think I would murder somebody. If they gave me a snow globe, on, as a, uh, a, unfaithful style. Ooh, yes. murder someone with uh, the snow globe. Believe, Martinez is, is murdered uh, <laughs> with a snow globe. With a, or, uh, Richard yes, Gere yeah. like kills Olivier <laughs> Martinez with a snow globe in that movie. Yes, uh, yes, unfaithful style. Absolutely, oh, God. absolutely. I would Jason Bourne that with a book. I would use the snow globe as the way of punching. There you go. I love it. <laughs> Well, okay, crossing snow globes off the list for both of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, we bitch about this movie, but I do reminisce about a very simple time in 2005 when this could be counter-programming to King Kong 
And the Chronicles of Narnia, I think, was in like its second or third week oh, making money. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, also, yeah. I mean, the Family Stone made decent cash. Like it was not a flop. Ninety-eight million. I so it was like, like it, yeah. I mean, it was counter programming, something that you do not see anymore. Like Avatar: The Way of Water opened up last yeah. week, and nothing opened with it. I mean, yeah. I think that yeah. when the first Avatar opened, I mean, I think it's complicated. Directed by Nancy no, Myers. No, that, that was the same it year. It opened yeah. the same week as that movie, and that yeah. is something that you do not see anymore. Yeah. I mean, you don't even see that type of movie in theaters anymore. Oh, yeah. Much less against it. Yeah, I think, I think it's a Hallmark movie before it became – Hallmark became so mainstream. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mainstream became this Hallmark sort of staple and copy and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it to bitch about it. I like to complain. So I like watching it to do just that. Um, I was saying uh, last night as we watched it, um, you know, they <laughs> always have those uh, those lists like top 10 movie villains. Yeah. And it's yeah. Like, and it's like Darth Vader, like the Wicked Witch of the West, Nurse, <laughs> Nurse Ratched. And Diane Keaton as Sybil in the family. Like she should be added to. <laughs> she should be. Lists. She should be added to the Cinefix top like, ten list. Top ten villains, definitely. Movie yeah, villain. Yeah, because she's a manipulative villain in this movie. Well, I think. I think you know, Sight and Sound just came out with their top one hundred movies, mm. and Jean Dielman was number one. I think Vertigo was number two. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I'm really hurt that Family Stone was not number three. <laughs> didn't I'm crack, just didn't really upset at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and just to Pete, uh, piss Pete off. Mm. That's it. That's uh, it. I yeah. just want it I mean, published to piss you off. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I love bitching about this movie. But there is something very familiar about this movie that I do find comforting to revisit this movie every year. I think I think it's good to show I want to show more people who have never seen it just to see what just their reactions so, are. Yeah, just so just so I can ask them if they see what I see. Do you see what <laughs> I see? Come on. So so yes. It's I, I, yeah. not a great film, but what a cast. Oh yeah. Excellent excellent cinematography. End of list. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Accolades end. Well, I mean, yeah. Is it streaming anywhere right now? No. no we had no. to break out our DVD of this that is full screen. So we had to watch we had to watch this in the wrong aspect ratio. And Oh god. I <laughs> there was a part of me that did want to buy this on Apple TV just so this movie could fit. On our TV, but <laughs> yeah. I I just broke out our DVD. Yeah, I rented it, and I'm really glad that it has a 48 hour expiration. Um, so that <laughs> it was only so like three more dollars I, I don't to have buy. To think Jackson. about it after 48 hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Until I mean, until the Christmas season comes around again next year, and it's time for yeah, you know, we'll break it out. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you had to spend the holidays with one of these characters, who would would be like you are snowed in. Like that episode of The Simpsons where they're in the ski lodge and the avalanche happens, and you are oh. locked in a cabin with one of these characters. 
Um, the the woman who sells them the wedding ring. Good answer. Okay. <laughs> can I can I choose her? The woman that 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 sells the wedding ring. <laughs> I would say her or uh, Elizabeth uh, Reeser. Oh, there you go. I mean, yeah. I I have to say Luke Wilson because I think that he would be the best lay out of all of this. Cast. I was going to say mm-hmm. you'd, you'd go to pound town. Yep. I'm going to go to pound town with Luke Wilson. In this movie. In the, if you're trapped in the, you know, under feet and feet of yeah. snow, I think, you know, I think he, he could be swayed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here Man, that. watching that scene where they're sleeping in their car, sobering up, that brought me back to Montana winners in Missoula, where <laughs> we would go out and drink and then I would be too drunk to drive and I would have to stay in my car for like an hour and a half with it running to sober up with the heater on with the heater on that brings me back yeah. it's like just like and it's like <laughs> 10 below outside oh mm-hmm. no no thank you just like this movie that's a, that's a <laughs> it makes you sober up yeah you know, you know yep. what though i yep. do have to say I, I feel like we've posted things just randomly like on our instagram about this movie everybody was really excited for us to talk and about people it. people get very much like oh i love that movie Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, "Ooh, you're gonna hate me." Well, I feel <laughs> like I feel like people should tweet you, yeah, DM you, absolutely, uh, uh, subscribe to at Patreon, me. yeah, yeah, Patreon, yeah. whatever. Come at me, hit me up with, uh... <laughs> and uh, and and submit your comments. I'm so curious what people actually think about this movie because the letterbox reviews are polar opposites really it's is, five is it stars five stars or I one love, star do what is it either five stars or one star it's five stars i love watching this every year it makes me feel cozy wow. i love Which it i get that it reminds me of when i first watched it the first time and then <laughs> ah. one star like i'm sorry the siblings are switching partners and being okay <laughs> with it what and the mom is dying of cancer but like what? Yeah. It's it's polar opposites. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, kids, listeners, a very right tumultuous Christmas episode. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, whatever. It's Christmas. There's snow. There's Christmas lights and trees and gift exchange. Oh, yeah. She got everyone presents and they're just like, what is this piece of garbage that you're What is this? Me? It's a present. Right, right. woman. I love Sarah in that scene. She's like, it's a gift. Open, open it. it. <laughs> but I love I love how Sarah delivers that line. That's when she's finally had it. She's just like, f- f- just fucking open it. It's oh, also like they it. all open it and Rachel McAdams just like openly yeah. like. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Meredith like, got whoa, it's whoa, all custom down, framed. That would have been a, that would have been a really expensive oh, she Christmas has, gift she for has all money. those. She has money. She has money. Meredith has she money. Has money. Yeah. She has money to make prints in yeah. 2005. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, kids, listeners, you know, give us your thoughts. We'd love to hear it. Um, you, it's okay. It's okay. If you like this movie, that's great. I love it. You know, yeah, I kind great, of, but great, great. I'm kind of saying that I kind of love this movie, but I also like to give it a hard time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. great. Yeah, well, you know, we're all liberal people who exactly. reject everybody, so it's fine. <laughs> totally fine. It's totally fine. We're we're Bernie Bros in Vermont. Like, or is yeah. it Vermont or Connecticut? Uh, either or. Oh, Sybil would definitely have voted for Bernie Sanders <laughs> and not yeah, have voted for, sure, for, for sure. Hillary just on purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just for, like, so kids, making a statement. When you're mm-hmm. out there, go watch Family Stone. <laughs> 
every Christmas oh, with shit. your family. Good night <laughs> and goodbye. Uh, Although I don't know, would she be more Jill Stein? It's oh, hard to say. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I feel like she would wire Jill Stein money from a Western Union. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Jackson, this was so much fun. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you all. Thank you all. Pete, it was so great to be on your podcast today <laughs> and to listen. Thank you for coming on my show. Oh, my God. It was so great. It was so great. I, I was just sort of the spectator on this oh, one. man. <laughs> Mediated the conversation. We, uh, we, we love having you on every time. And, and, and you know, next year we'll do Eyes Wide Shut. <gasps> my other favorite movie. We made uh, our... Past guest SP who came on for Romeo and Juliet, good friend of ours. We made yeah. Pete sit down and watch at least forty minutes of Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, we made it until the big Nicole Kidman monologue, and then we okay, and then we okay. had to switch over to the Bill Murray Christmas special on Netflix. Great, I have mm-hmm. thoughts, but you know that's for another time. That'll be for next year. That'll <laughs> yeah, be for absolutely. this time next year. Absolutely. Same time next year. <laughs> absolutely. Well, thanks for coming on, man. We'd love to have you on again. Hope you Thank enjoy you your holidays. Merry Christmas, Jackson. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Have a happy new year. If we don't talk to you until then. Um, but uh, we will uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around. And thank you so much for listening, everyone. Fun I mean, episode. Yeah. Like I said. It's cool. Love this movie. I mean, whatever. I like stupid movies. <laughs> Not that this movie is It's great. But, um, you know, differing opinions. That's why we That's why we love, you know, talking about movies to get everyone's viewpoints. I don't, I don't think that we've covered a movie in the show that's so polarizing, too. So it was a, it was a fun way to end the season. Um, speaking of which, our last episode of the season, which is going to be our mailbag episodes, we are going to be doing yes, questions, indeed. I mean, pretty much until we record it. I think I put the 26th of December as the cutoff date, but I'll mm. probably be taking questions yeah, we'll take as soon as we record the episode. So yeah. drop us an email, movies that made us gay at Gmail, mm-hmm. or give us a message on Instagram or Twitter. Yes, we would indeed. love to hear a question. Yes, indeed. But I think right we now... Have some good ones, it is time. Patreon shoutouts. <laughs> yes, Let's hear them. We would like to say hey, hello to all of our wonderful patrons, including Lawrence, Danielle, Alexis, Thomas, Mark, Jackson, Millie, Ted, Benny, Jermel, Melanie, Christopher, Susan, JJ, Shelby, Michael, Muffy, Jamie, Drew, Genevieve, Dawn, Joshua, Emily, Millie, Aaron, uh, Jessica, Nick, and Shannon, Christine, and Rufino. Thank you for being Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Head over to patreon.com slash movies that made us gay. Become a patron. We just released a newsletter earlier in the week. Um, you'll have links to all of the past newsletters. They're just fun little blog posts of stuff that's been going on with us. We've got some movie news. Um, we just released a new Christmas playlist that's up on the Patreon that you can check out, um, as well as all of our uh, Watch With Us commentary yeah. tracks. There are over 20 of them, and we do a new one every month, and uh, it's like sitting down and watching a movie with us. Probably one that's going to be out very soon, too. Yeah, absolutely. We need one for December. Um, So head over to patreon.com slash movies that made us gay. It's a lot of fun. Thank you for doing that. You can also leave us a review on Apple uh, Podcasts or Spotify. And Pete, Mm -hmm. we got a new review in November that (gasps) we have never read. What? Uh, Five stars, binge-worthy. I love this podcast. I discovered you boys on I Saw What You Did. Shout out to my kindred spirits, Millie and Danielle, 
Oh, I love Millie and Daniel. I, I was Millie just listening Danielle. to their episode today. Um, more of the review. And was so excited to dive into all of your episodes. The show is like coming home to my misfit latchkey childhood of the 80s and 90s. So much fun and heart. Love that. Thank you so From much. Jill Bean 4. Yes, indeed. Very sweet words. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we love all of the reviews that, we, that um, are posted for us on Apple Podcasts. And if you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can give us a five-star review. Mm-hmm. Just smash the five stars. And um, it just helps us out. It helps the show yeah. get around. And, um, yeah, so feel free to do that. You can also follow us on all the socials. We're on everything. We're at Movies That Made Us Gay on Instagram and uh, Facebook. And we're on Twitter at MTMUG Pod. Yes, indeed. So go ahead and follow us there. You could uh, leave us any of your questions for the mailbag episode on any of those platforms. And if you feel like it, you can follow our personals. My name's Pete. I'm at Peter Lasagna um, on Instagram and uh, Twitter. And I'm Scott Young, uh, Scott Young Baller on Instagram and follow my letterbox. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Have a great new year. Um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I love the gays. Gay people.